Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, awful lot going on. Of course, yesterday, as, as we predicted, Eric Swalwell did in fact drop out of the race. We lost him. We lost him. Uh, we couldn't figure out any other reason other than, you know, maybe he ran out of wardrobe and had to go home and change his shirt or was missing a turtle. We, you know, there were a couple of other possibilities. Uh, but it seemed to be the one we all figured it was. Zero percent? Yeah. <laughs> uh, at zero percent, why would you go on? The first guy to drop out was, uh, what's that guy's name? Alejandro or something? Oh, did he already? Oh, yeah, that's and He right. dropped out in January. And he was like, uh, I can't really ask people to donate funds to a campaign that's not even going to get off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> then why did you... You had to know that when you announced your candidacy. <laughs> anyway, that was a smart move by him to at least get out of it uh, before he wasted people's money. Uh, Swalwell has already wasted some people's money, but at least, you know, he's the first one out and only leaves us with 24 more. <laughs> and I, I just saw... Where Tom Steyer, who's a billionaire psycho, might be jumping into this race too. God, that's all we need. We don't. Yeah, we the, the number was headed in the right direction with Swallow uh-huh. leaving. Yeah, it needed to go back up. Here's the announcement that Eric made yesterday. Today ends our presidential campaign. Oh, but it is the beginning. Wait, stop. Of an opportunity. <laughs> Go back. Let's start that again. <laughs> Nobody even groans. There's not a single no in the audience. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, okay, well, good. Good, because uh, we weren't even going to vote for you. Uh, let's go for, through that again. Today ends mm-hmm. our presidential campaign. Maybe there was a... But uh, it is the beginning uh, of an opportunity <laughs> in Congress with a new perspective shaped by the lives that have... Touched mine and our campaign throughout these last three months. Mm-hmm. Four people. Mm-hmm. To bring that promise of America to all Americans. Wow. To believe that it will be the next generation whose leadership will solve climate chaos, bring climate cures chaos. in our lifetime for health care, right. address the student cures loan for debt healthcare? crisis. Pause that for a second. And we're going to have a, hur- a cure for health care? <laughs> so, <laughs> so nobody will have to. We're going to cure the health care. Uh, there will be no health care anymore. Uh-huh. So if you get sick, sorry, we cured caring for you. <laughs> this isn't that long of a speech you have to memorize, man. You've probably been practicing it for about four weeks now anyway, seeing the light, uh, seeing what was coming down the tracks there. Find cures for health care. Wait, what? I didn't even know we were looking for a cure for health care. All right, let him finish. Solve climate chaos. <laughs> Bring cures in our lifetime for health care. Address yeah. the student loan debt crisis. Mm-hmm. And make sure that we say enough is enough. We don't have to live this way anymore and that we love our children more than we love our guns. I'm fired up to do that work that I've already been doing in the Congress. To go back to Washington on the House Judiciary Committee, the House Intelligence Committee, and as the chair of the Steering and Policy Committee to work on these issues. But to carry the stories Uh of so many people I've met across America. Yeah, the fact that 
you couldn't even get your own party on board with those with that nonsense. Should tell you something that your agenda sucks and nobody's into it, including your own radical party. Mm-hmm. But he's going back to Congress. Um, the team found some audio uh, of him saying that he he was going to. Can we play that? And give up his seat. Mm-hmm. He was going to give up. His seat. Um, so if you run, you are also sitting congressman right now. But if you decide to run for president. Cough, cough. Would you give up your seat in Congress? Yes. You would give it mm-hmm. up? Yes. Really? I think That's you have to. I, I, why is that? Well, I think you have, yeah, if you're you you know, seeking such a, a big job that would affect so many people, uh, I think you have to assure you know, uh, yeah, you know. the people you're asking to vote for you that you're not hedging and that you yeah. don't have you um, know, a lifeboat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Your time is up, man. See ya. Man. Ah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So we got the bold without the bold. Yeah, actually, it remember out. remember that when he was talking about being bold without the bold or whatever that was, was that a couple of weeks ago. Yes, he gave a speech. Please clap. <laughs> but I will always be real with you. Mm, oh, good. I will be bold without the bold. <laughs> <laughs> My and wife it, and I. That's even better than I remember it. Insurance companies. <laughs> Play that again from the beginning. That's fine. Watch his hand too. I will be bold. <laughs> Without the bowl. The dramatic turn and then watch his hand like, why aren't y'all applauding? You do that again. But I will always be real with you. Mm-hmm. I will be bold. Yeah. Without the bowl. <laughs> I guess he's trying to say bull. Yeah. Bold without the bull. B-U-L-L. It's called enunciation. I will be bold. Without the bold. <clears throat> and then he's sitting there like, wait, did I do that right? Was that, should there have been a different word there? I guess I better go with my next paragraph. Nobody's. My wife and I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> and now he's gone, and, and, sadly. And it's sad that we're going to miss out on uh, on more clips like that. Isn't it? But, uh, but there you go. I guess he's going to stay in Congress and do the people's work after all. Uh, so we'll see some... We'll still see some of Eric's ball if he can win his election, right? He's an angry man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. There's a thousand active agents with over with another I don't know five thousand uh, who are on a waiting list to join. If you can imagine, agents with real estate agents I trust share Glenn's vision of how real estate should be done all over the country. If you've been frustrated trying to buy or sell a home and your realtor has no urgency. You don't get return phone calls. There's no real marketing plan. Please go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Um, we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. It's not just a sponsor. It's actually Glenn's company. And so the team at Real Estate Agents I Trust work diligently every day to ensure that these agents live up to their promise to Glenn to serve you the best with your biggest investment. You know that... You've got to like the agent that you choose to trust your home to. So that's why you need to go with realestateagentsitrust.com. You've got a lot in common with them right from the beginning because they're all fans of the show just like you are. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Unreal.
welcome. 888 uh, Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I ran across this uh, article about doubts that people have on certain things that have actually happened, but the conspiracy theories remain. Hmm. Like the moon. And how many people still believe we didn't go to the moon? <laughs> uh, it's kind of staggering. Yeah. I How ignorant do you have to be? Of course, I guess we've got thousands of people that believe that the earth is flat. I mean, Eric so, Swalwell is in Congress, so enough people right? voted him in. Millions of people across the world still believe nobody's ever walked on the moon and that the images NASA broadcast were shot in a Hollywood studio. Uh, thousands. There are literally thousands of internet sites devoted to proving the landing never happened <clears throat> or calling into question the whole Apollo 11 mission. Uh, some claim that NASA didn't have the techno- technological know-how to pull off such an incredible feat or that if it did, that it wasn't done with a human crew. Because a human crew would have been fried alive by the cosmic rays in space. (laughs) Uh, You know they were in a spacecraft, right? (laughs) With some shielding there to protect them. You you understand that. They didn't didn't actually fly on their own to the moon. Others uh, say there was possible alien involvement uh, that's been covered up. As has the lunar civilization the astronauts discovered. Oh, of course. Now I want to believe. You don't want anybody to actually know about the lunar civilization. I I don't know why, but you just don't want them to. Well, because, I mean, look. You're too scared? No, because think about this. They probably have uh, professional baseball teams up there. Mm -hmm. Travel would be a nightmare if if we actually, you know, were in touch with the civilization. Mm -hmm. Because then we'd have, Major League Baseball would be compelled to, to expand. Hmm. That's too far for travel. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. that's true. <laughs> but uh, almost all the conspiracy theories focused on supposed anomalies in the grainy photos and videos which NASA sent back to Earth. All of that. All of that stuff has been disproven by scientists. All of it. And not only that, but the lunar orbiter took photos of the moon in 2009 that showed the abandoned modules from <laughs> Apollo 11, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Photoshop. Still on the moon's surface. Photoshop. Pat, it's Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah. Even so, uh, 6 in 10, <clears throat> 60% of Russians believe that America didn't go to the moon. Oh, okay, well, they're <laughs> jealous. The, yes, that's what I, of course, of course mm-hmm. they are. Uh, but when Apollo 11's Lunar module touched down on the Sea of Tranquility in 1969. Less than one in 20 Americans doubted what they were seeing. By the turn of the century, Gallup found skepticism has spread to about 6% of the American population. So 6% of Americans, 60% of Russians. That's that's crazy. In contrast, uh, let's see. Serious doubt is also rampant among some of Washington's closest allies. The 2009 TNS survey showed that a quarter of British people didn't believe the landings happened. 25% of British, 9% of French. So, I mean, 9%, that's not bad. I've seen it in the United States as high as, I don't know, 11%. So, you would... 
you would think other countries would be higher than than our skepticism. But that that is amazing. After all of this time, with all the technology we have, uh, with all the proof, with all the debunking, still so many people doubt. Really amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Meanwhile, uh, our president is, of course, as you know, trying to make America white again. Um, there's a census question that he wants to ask. Are you a U.S. citizen? How dare he? That's pretty. How dare he? That's bold. <laughs> Without the bold. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, fair point uh, made down the hall. Uh, uh, more people uh, believe we didn't go to the moon, according to Candace, than believe in Eric Swalwell's campaign. Yes. So I think that's an accurate yes. number there. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but you're saying that, that, that they want to count only Americans? Yeah. In the American census. Right. Yeah. What, what's next? I mean, come on. I mean, you know what the census is for, right? It's to, again, <laughs> count people. But more specifically, to count people for purposes of representation. Now, the reason you don't count American non-American citizens is because they can't vote. So you don't count them as a percentage of your voting population. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense. It makes clear. And then the Supreme Court said they didn't have a compelling argument. What are you talking about? That is unbelievable. Yeah. And if this if this stands, then why don't we just count everyone in the world? Might as well. I mean, seriously, what is the standard? That they're just here? Yeah, I guess. It's really bad. I guess. So if you're here visiting from France, we ought to count you. Yep. Yep. Because mm-hmm. if you're here visiting you know, permanently from Mexico and we don't know about it, we're going to count you. So we're good knowing how many toilets are in my house, how long my commute is. Right. But we can't right. know who among us is an actual citizen mm-hmm. for purposes of representation in Congress. I can't. I can't. This oh, I know. It's, oh. it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Here was Nancy Pelosi talking about that and how Trump is trying to make America white again. But this is about keeping, you know, make America, you know, his hat, make America white again. They want to make sure that oh, people, geez. certain people, are counted. It's, it's really disgraceful. And it's not no, it what isn't. our founders had in mind. Yes, it's exactly what our founders had in mind. It is exactly what they had in mind. <laughs> so obviously, this would help California. Wow. Right? Yes. Places where illegals are. Yes. This would, this would help sanctuary cities. Yeah. Because it would it would it increases their representation. Exactly. This Yeah. Which is why you don't do it. If they're not citizens, you don't increase their representation in Congress because you can't represent non citizens here. It's madness. It, it really is. It, it, it and, really is. And you know what this goes back to? If I and I, now this I don't know for a fact, but I, I know that um when Obama took office, remember there was a big deal about moving the census. Was it from like the Department of Commerce or something? Move it to the White mm-hmm. House. Yes. So is this the bed that Democrats made in giving the power to Obama to oversee the census? And now, ha-ha, look who's in office now. Yeah. Uh, it's his purview now, so I guess he gets to have the say, the president, Trump. Although, no. <laughs> no? Uh, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Uh, it's really something. Uh, there's more she had to say about it. Supreme Court did not rule in their favor because they said... The administration did not give sufficient evidence as to why the uh, census uh, citizenship question should be there. So they kicked the can. And then 
the administration said, okay, we won't put it on there, and then the president <coughs> injected himself into this. What they want to do is to put a chilling effect so certain populations no, will not that's answer not what they want the to do. And we're saying, don't give them that victory. Mm. You must respond, because otherwise they win. Ah, oh, she's a buffoon. Inject himself. You gave the power of the census to the executive branch. But besides all that, beside the power thing, it's a simple count for representation. We can't even agree on that. No, we, we can't. We can't even agree on who should be counted in a census of American citizens. Just, it's pathetic. Good night. I don't know how we recover from this, gonna power down. Frankly. Power it down, Pat. <laughs> yeah. Power Power as well. Yeah. Power down the country here. There we go. There's my, there it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So appropriate. Triple eight nine hundred uh thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter where <laughs> a pig roast Mick tweets Is that traveling fox Bronco Nagurski's long lost pet dragging his torso across the frozen <laughs> tundra to reunite with his master? This might be. <laughs> On the frozen tundra of the Arctic plains, a tiny fox, formerly owned by Bronco Nagurski, drags his tattered corpse across entire continents. Uh, another comment about the uh, Arctic fox from Swankthink. Where's Pico? Oh, Pico the shark. Where's yes. Pico? Because of the this. Arctic yep. fox, I guess, mm-hmm. and traveling so all over the place. We, we did some research, and uh, we found Pico. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Look, now he's back up in Canada. Yeah. He, he was up there, mm-hmm. came back to Texas after starting there, and now he's back up in Canada. Now he's back. Shark's a freak. And this time, he's pissed. Eh? You know what I've discovered watching these nature programs? This mm-hmm. is what sharks do. They swim, and then they swim around, and then they swim to a different place. And then they go back. Uh, and then they swim back up there again. Then they go back. I mean, this is what wait, they do. Wait, remember being told, "Ah, uh, uh, sharks just don't do this. They don't. <laughs> they don't leave their area and go somewhere else." Well, uh-huh. yeah, they do. Apparently, foxes <laughs> don't either. <laughs> uh, so, Nature Show taught you that. Yes. Huh. Yes. Sharks. This is what they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, in between the propaganda for global warming pushing, uh huh, they, they they show you sharks. They did show me that sharks travel Swim. thousands and thousands of miles mm. to do I don't know chasing food. I think is basically the thing. Sharky things. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have a place where they mate, uh, and then drop their eggs or whatever they do, and then there's a place where they go eat. And so they know certain places along the way uh-huh. uh, where they can stop and eat, have a snack, and then go a little bit further and have another meal. Mm-hmm. And then go a little further and there's a little snack. I don't know. I think Pico is a two-timer. <laughs> I think he's got a family in Canada and a family That's, out in Texas. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's special. Uh, from Scotty Swetman, the Colonial Army did take over the airports. Oh, you mean to tell me you've never been on a con... Continental flight? Uh, <laughs> Come on, Pat. That's a that's yeah. a good one there. Because we were we were making a little bit of fun, having some fun with uh, President Trump. St- really kind of struggling through part of the speech on the Fourth of July. In June of 1775, the Continental Congress created a unified army out right. of the revolutionary forces encamped <laughs> around Boston and New York, and named mm-hmm. after the great 
George Washington, Commander in Chief. Wait, what? <laughs> they were named after? I don't, Continental okay. Army uh-huh. suffered a bitter winter of Valley Forge, mm-hmm. found glory across the waters of the Delaware, yeah. and seized victory from Cornwallis of Yorktown. At Yorktown. Our army manned the airport. <laughs> it ran the ramparts. Mm-hmm. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. <laughs> Our army took over the airports. And at Fort mm-hmm. McHenry, under and the rocket's red glare, yeah. it had nothing but victory. Okay. So, I mean, there is precedent for this, though. There was a, a vice presidential candidate once, wasn't there? Yeah, uh, I guess she ended up being I mean, ended up, yeah. ended up being president, but uh, there, <laughs> she struggled without a okay. teleprompter. Okay. You remember this from the doc- documentary? Thank you, Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, mm. my fellow Americans. I'd like to begin today... <laughs> by saying a few words. Mm-hmm. Well, there are literally no words. Hurry up. People want to know who I am, and mm-hmm. I want to tell them so much. Mm-hmm. So today I don't just want to talk about the present. I want to talk about the future. Mm-hmm. Whatever we have in store <laughs> cannot be known the past was once the future the future is i should say unknown it is in fact unknowable this she's bebop speaking <laughs> so i'm asking you to meet me at the station and join me as uh-huh. we board a train right. bound yes, for a for place a, called the, the future. future. I detest yeah. jazz, but this is impressive. And we <laughs> will be ready for that future, whatever. <laughs> when we th- See, she got through it, too. Yeah. Uh, at that particular time. Just keep juncture. going. Just keep rolling with it. 888 uh, <clears throat> Glenn was so excited when he was approached about a plan to cruise through history. He knew he was going to build an amazing experience for you. So now you can join him, Bill O'Reilly, Stu, David Barton, and Rabbi Lappin on a 14-day adventure next spring on a cruise through history. Come walk where Jesus and the prophets walked in the Holy Land, in Italy, Greece, and Croatia with Bill O'Reilly, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, Stu, and Glenn himself. It's going to be a cruise like no other, and uh, he's really excited to share this with you. It's an all in- all-inclusive trip, including all airfare and gratuities. Comes to about three hundred and sixty bucks a day. You just need to put down a deposit, and then you can pay over time. And there's an early bird discount too. Get in on this right now, and you can get a discount of four hundred bucks. I mean, this is an amazing opportunity. Really fun. There's 11 bars on this cruise. There's a cigar lounge, coffee and chocolate bar, four jacuzzis, three pools, uh, including one with a retractable cover, multi-purpose sports pitch, outdoor jogging tracks, a 4D cinema. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm crashing this boat. Casino and casino disco, a grand bar with a dance floor, theater on three levels. I mean... A ton more. Get all the details. Find out the different packages. Visit ComeSailAway.com today. It's ComeSailAway.com.
Unleashed. A little bummed about the uh, women's soccer team. I was so excited they won the World Cup. And ever since, they've just been trying to spit in the face of so many Americans. I, I don't know what the deal is. Why do you have to... Why do you have to bring politics to the sport? Yeah, it really has dampened the whole experience. And, Let's go around. As I suspected all along, you know, it's uh, Megan Rapinoe's animosity toward Donald Trump. And so she's disrespecting. I mean, it has nothing to do with him. She's disrespecting the national anthem and the flag. And then one of the women, Allie Long, dropped a flag between her legs, just dropped it on the ground. Yeah. One of our teammates went and rushed and picked it up, so that was that was great. But how disrespectful can you be? And then her gay gays rule thing from Morgan Rapinoe. Um, I I don't. What was that? I, what did she do? She tweeted or something that gays rule. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. If a straight person did that, all hell would break loose. <laughs> a tweet that says straight people rule. Yeah. Can you imagine that? <laughs> What are you doing? And why why are you taking out your gay animosity on Donald Trump? He's the most gay-friendly president of all time. He was the only one who was elected already supporting gay rights. The only one, including Barack Obama. I think in his second term he might have already he might have come out for uh same-sex marriage. Yeah. But not in his first. Mm-mm. He was against it. Flat out against it in 2008 when he ran. But Donald Trump was for it before, during, and currently. He was fine with gay rights. I, I don't know why the why the hatred here. You're barking up the wrong tree. Stop it. And she's, you know, claimed she's not going to the effing White House, even if she's invited, you know. So that's her loss. Who cares? Uh, but just, can't you just... Leave it alone. You won. Celebrate gracefully and move on. But no, she's got to spit in the eye of every traditional American. Uh, it's unbelievable. And there was uh, one of the one of the Benghazi heroes, um, John Tegan, not too happy about seeing the flag thrown down on the ground um, in during their victory celebration. He called it a clown show to promote disrespect. Also accused uh, Ali Long of treating the flag like a piece of paper, throwing it down, and noted that it was damn amazing disrespect. It's exactly right. And are you going to argue with him? Yeah, they probably will. They, they probably will. But it's, it's, it's sad. Here we are at this, you know, what should be a really cool time for all Americans. I love the fact that they won. I don't care if they're, I don't care what Megan Rapinoe does in her bedroom. I couldn't care less. I know Keith has lost a lot of nights, a lot of sleepless nights over her sexuality. Yeah. You've tossed and turned, haven't you? You've That's, really struggled with it. It does keep me up at night because I think, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, Megan yeah. Rapinoe, Dang what it. is she? Is Dang she straight? It. Is she gay? Who does she like to make out with? Right. I, oh, I just love to know. And I go, oh, oh. And then, you know, what finally helps me get to bed is I, as I think to myself, man, soccer just sucks. I don't really care. And then I roll <laughs> yes. over and go to sleep. I know. That's it works out nicely. It's a communist sport to be going, to begin with. But yeah. I get, I take pride in our teams doing well. Mm-hmm. 
But this, they're making it as hard as possible to uh, like that team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if they're participating in a third world distraction called soccer. Um, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for my country. Just show a little respect. Um, Don't make it about you. And unfortunately, every step of this tournament. She's done that. She has done that. And so have a few others on the the Mm -hmm. team. Uh, Unbelievable. 888-933-93. You know those annoying robocalls we've talked about multiple times? Uh, The ones that say you're pre-approved for credit card loans? Now, you got to be careful because they could be scammers trying to steal your home's title. Here's the problem. Your home's title and mortgage records are kept online. And when a data breach occurs, like recently, and millions of homes, titles, and mortgages are exposed to thieves, that's when the risk of home title fraud explodes. So here's how they do it. They forge documents stating that you sold your home listing, uh, that your home listing themselves as the owner now. Then they take out a loan against your home and stick you with the payments. No insurance, no bank, no identity theft program protects you. But for pennies a day, Home Title Lock does. They'll put a virtual barrier around your home's online title. If you're getting credit card or lobo or loan robocalls or emails or mail, Home Title Lock will get you through this period with a 60-day risk-free protection plan. Go there now, HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Scotty Sweatman tweets, Of course people don't believe we went to the moon. There are people who believe socialism is a good thing that brings people together. (laughs) Uh, Mostly vegetarian Caleb. Sharks drop their eggs? Perhaps Pat needs to rewatch his nature shows. Hmm. Um, Why? Are you saying that there are not oviparous sharks? Is that what you're saying? Because some sharks do lay eggs. I mean, they don't drop them, but they lay them. Okay. And that's what I was saying. There are certain species of shark that uh, that do hatch their young hmm. and others that are live birth. Wow. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, this it's is true. nature class time. It's nature class 101 I, right there. I'm Right I'm, there. I'm checking so, out. This is all you, Mr. Shark. Maybe you need to watch some nature shows, Caleb. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Um, from Polly Ticks, Pelosi's most famous quote, and your little dog, too. See, that's a <laughs> Wicked Witch of the West kind of reference. Uh, oh, I got it. Or East. Uh, Jeff Jeffrey, we give so much aid to other countries that we can't afford. We, that we might as well count the whole world in the census. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of where we are. We just don't care about any of it anymore. So, yeah, just count whoever. Mm -hmm. And then let's just send them aid um, and welfare and, uh, you know, free health care there, too. We'll fly to them. They don't even have to come here for it. We'll go to them. (laughs) Our our doctors all visit other countries. (laughs) And and they'll take care of you in your home. And then it won't be uh, uh, an expenditure, a foreign expenditure, you know? Right. It'll just be all under one umbrella from our federal government. Sure. Oh, it's the greatest country in the history of the world. Why can't we do that? (laughs) Can't take it. Are you trying to limit our horizons as to what this country can do? No. Uh -uh. No, I'm, I'm not. I think we can do everything all the time. I really do. Also, federal authorities reportedly are using driver's license databases for facial recognition. 
Uh, really good, uh, really good idea. The FBI and Immigration Customs Enforcement, or ICE, have been using driver's license records to develop a facial recognition database. Neat. Uh, according to the Post, the FBI and ICE have used photos from uh, the DMV databases in multiple states for facial recognition purpose. In addition, ICE has used databases in states that allow illegals to get driver's licenses. And why? Why does that happen? I remember that fight 20, 15, 20 years ago with illegal aliens being able to to have driver's licenses. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, that yeah. is out of control. Yeah, I, I recall. Yeah, you, know, you if you brought your uh, Mexican matricula card to the to the DMV in Texas, I believe. Um, th- at least there was talk that then they would issue you. They would they would issue a driver's license. And that was in some states. I don't remember if Texas ever was doing that. Um, but for a while, that was really the the in thing to do was to grant driver's licenses to illegals. So back in 2002, Janet Napolitano was elected governor of Arizona. And mm-hmm. I recall reading an article. I was visiting family there in uh, Phoenix at the time. I remember re- reading an article where she was like, yeah, give them, give them driver's license. They're here anyway. I mean, that was her quote as to why we should give driver's license. They're here Little anyway. did I know that this would be such a mainstream thing. I, she used to be on the fringe. Yeah. And now there are how many states do this? I think it's a couple dozen now that do this. It's quite a few, yeah. It's ridiculous. Overall, the FBI has reportedly used them. Uh, in more than 300, well, more than 390 times since 2011 for facial recognition. Driver's license photos in particular seem to have come become a regular source for federal investigations. It's, it, we're just more and more so, intrusive. This is a government that wants every last detail about us, yeah. the citizens of this country, but who's coming across illegally? Eh. Whatever. And what? why do you care, uh, Keith? What are you doing that's wrong in your life? Thank you. What are you right? doing? Yeah, why, why, why would you care? Why won't you tell the census how many toilets are in your house and how long your commute is to work every day? I see. You, but, you seem to be protesting too much. Yep. But are you a citizen? Not going to ask that. <laughs> I can't take it. Well, we can ask it of you because you're white. There we go. It's yeah. only racist and wrong and xenophobic if you're a person of color. So Straight people rule! <laughs> Right, right, right. right. That's Rapinoe's yeah. uh, line. Okay. Yeah. Except for. Huh? Oh, gays. she changed it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Gays rule. A little Got bit. It. Okay. I've never seen the straight people rule thing. I've never seen the straight people pride thing. Well, until this year in Boston, and people lost their minds over it. You know that straight people pride day they were going to do for the in in August. I th- they might even be still planning to do that. Let's see here. But people just went out of their minds over it. It was so hateful. All the Hollywood biggies, including Chris Pratt, jumped all over these guys. Hmm. And they're just trying to, I think they're trying to make a point that, look, why can't we be proud of ourselves too? Why not? Uh August 31st. So it's still on? Uh, Let's see. I think they're still, let's see, group plan. Yeah, I guess still playing to it. (laughs) Okay. And you know who they they got? um, Was it Milo Yapanopoulos? Uh Whatever his name is. They got him to be the grand marshal of the of the, of the straight pride parade, which is fascinating. Now I think that's just to try to placate everybody. And say, look, well, we we're inclusive. We've we've got a gay grand marshal of the straight pride parade. Okay. Ah <laughs> oh, man, 
And then all hell is breaking loose in California. Uh, if if I had just gone through a 6.4 magnitude earthquake, followed by a 7.1 magnitude earthquake, which is eight times stronger, uh, what, the next day or a couple days later, I'd be a little nervous, too. I might be for, I don't know, leaving that state. Mm-hmm. Especially when it hits on Independence Day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. See? That's the founders uh-huh. spinning like lathes in their graves, and it moved the tectonic plates. That's that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened, man. But people are so nervous in California. They're sleeping outside. They've pitched tents in their backyards and in parks and things. And they they will not go into a indoor facility where something could fall on their heads in the middle of the night. I don't blame them. I'm not sure what I'd be doing because in Texas, if we were going through that, can you imagine sleeping outside? Ugh. <laughs> You'd be eaten alive by bugs for one thing. I'm not going if outside. you didn't suffocate in the humidity overnight. There's, I, no, there's nothing good outside <laughs> in Texas <laughs> in the summer. Just, just stay indoors. Ah, and then all of a sudden we'll have these deluge downpours mm-hmm. like a monsoon. Yep. I'm I'm, I'm risking the earthquake inside. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm going with climate control. Um, for the most part, in my yeah, house. yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay inside and risk a lamp falling on my head. What if it's the roof that falls on your head? Nah. No? Okay. Nah. All right. So you wouldn't sleep under a table or anything? Hmm. I that's might do thought. that. Yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah, I might do Look that. Look at that. Smart mm-hmm. move there. Find a real shoot. strong table and, and sleep under that. Uh, okay, I'll compromise. But I, I feel for him in, in California. But it's been a miracle that nobody's been seriously injured even, let alone dying. Yeah. That's, we'll keep our fingers crossed and if it's okay... No, 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 don't say it. Not, Do not. Okay. No. Right, I won't say it. We'll just, we'll keep our fingers there crossed. There are people in California <laughs> hanging on your every word. Right. And if you. If I mentioned the dare, P, the P no, word. Oh, that, boy. No. Huh? No, you're right. Martin, <laughs> get your finger on the dump button. Because if he's so, if he even begins a prayer. Or right. even no. utters the word. Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> glad we came to our senses there before. <laughs> Bullet uh, before it got out of control. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also blowing up right now is this uh, uh, Donald Trump Donald Trump Epstein friendship. Um, what is Epstein's first name? It's uh, oh, Jeffrey, oh Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein, uh, and he's the guy that has the private island. Mm-hmm. Supposedly has underage girls there, invites uh, friends of his onto the island for, you know, to get together with these girls. It's just, it's despicable. And if, you know, if, if it's all true, uh, the guy should rot in prison for the rest of his life. But they're sure making a big deal out of the fact that he knows Donald Trump. And unfortunately, Trump has said that they're friendly or even friends, that he's known him for 15 years and he's a great guy. And what was the other thing? He he he, he likes loves, like I do. He likes beautiful women. Some of them are on the young side. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh boy! Uh, but that doesn't implicate mm. Trump at all. No, you know? it doesn't. It's just no. Um, and they're trying to almost every time you hear uh, Jeffrey Epstein's name mentioned, it's also followed with Donald Trump's instead of Bill Clinton, who is the guy who was with him all the time. That they they flew together on several trips 
uh, and I believe to that island. Now Clinton says he didn't know, I didn't know anything about any illegal activity from Jeffrey Epstein. I know nothing about that. I did not have sex with that man or young girls that man had around him. Not once. Now let me get back to work for the American people. He issued a statement to try to distance himself from billionaire sex offender Jeff Epstein uh, because he was arrested and charged over the weekend with sex trafficking and conspiracy for allegedly paying underage girls for sex and using them to recruit other girls into the sex trafficking network. Jeez. Unbelievable. It's hard to believe that this is going on in the year 2019, isn't it? Yeah. But it'd be less hard to believe if you would come in it if you came and attended the uh, 12 score and four years ago museum that we just uh, presented it was amazing and we laid out that case that it is still going on and it, it just makes you sick to your stomach and want to do something about it uh, but they released a statement from President Clinton President Clinton knows nothing about the terrible crimes Jeffrey Epstein pleaded guilty to in Florida some years ago or those with which he has been recently charged in New York. In 2002 and 2003, President Clinton took a total of four trips on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane. One to Europe, one to Asia, and two to Africa. Okay, so they're claiming he never went to the island. Which included stops in connection with the work of the Clinton Foundation. Staff supporters of the foundation and his Secret Service detail traveled on every leg of the trip. He had one meeting with Epstein in his Harlem office in 2002, and around the same time made one brief visit to Epstein's New York apartment with a staff member and his security detail. He's not spoken to Epstein in well over a decade and has never been to Little St. James Island, Epstein's ranch in New Mexico, or his residence in Florida. Hmm. Well, if that's true, that's probably a good thing for him. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about this new book by Kenton Long. Uh, it's absolutely awesome. We uh, got this tweet in from uh, Bandon Bun Bum. Bandon Bum. Pat, just wondering how Kenton Long used a flashlight to write when he was young. <laughs> I can't get my flashlight to turn on, let alone write. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he's paying attention to the commercials. Yes, he is. It's, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, but. Kenton Long has written his new book, Prodigal Sons of Liberty. Just an excellent book that you're going to love. Um, it kind of it centers around the uh, clause, Article 5, um, a little-known clause in Article 5 that talks about the Convention of States that we're actually in real life trying to organize. That's why this is so cool, because it surrounds real things and real events and just kind of makes it fun to learn about them in a fictional way. And it surrounds uh, this hero named Lance Singleton, who is a uh, blogger and a reluctant hero. And he finds his influence extends all around the country. But he also learns along the way that individual freedom was paved with blood, the blood of the Sons of Liberty. And as we've been saying, Kenton Long has been writing for a long time. Actually, not writing with the flashlight, but he wrote with a pen (laughs) As he held a flashlight under his covers. It's good to clarify these things, Yeah, it you is. Know? It is good. <laughs> it's good to be technical. Uh, so that his parents wouldn't know that he, you know, was still awake. Staying up late. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He also used to be a uh, 
a, a liberal and saw the light after learning about the founders. From the flashlight, he saw the light? Sorry. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Anyway, Prodigal Sons of Liberty, you're absolutely going to love this. You can download it in seconds, have it uh, from an ebook, or actually get a copy of it. It's a modern thriller by Kenton Long, available now at kentonlong.com, K-E-N-T-O-N, long.com, and Amazon, Amazon Books. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Also this, uh, here's Michelle Obama claiming that the media were so rough on the Obama administration, they had to be better than perfect with no scandals. Okay, here we go. I love this. This is uh, Michelle Obama, who's back in the spotlight, talking about all kinds of strange stuff, but here's one of the things she was talking about. And then to sort of sit at that inauguration... And to look around at a crowd that was not reflective of the country. It was just such the opposite of what, because during Barack's inauguration, we made sure that the crowd looked like all of America. You know, having the Tuskegee Airmen, having civil rights folks, Mm -hmm. having folks who had marched. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you could look out at his crowd and you would see America, all of it. And I had to sit in that audience, one of a handful of people of color, and mm. then listen to that speech. And all that I had sort of held on to for eight years, watching my husband get raped over the coals, feeling like we had to do everything perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no you scandal, no, yeah. <laughs> no nothing. Yes. Are you freaking no kidding nothing, me? No nothing, y'all. Yes. <laughs> I, I think there was, so it, it was a, it yeah. was a lot emotionally. That so by the time I oh. got on that plane, it was a release. It was a, a release of eight years. It of was a release. To try to show <laughs> it was a release. Up, as we all know, we have to do. Oh wow! We what have a hard hitting interview. Not only perfectly, wow. but a little bit better yeah. than perfect. Yeah. To oh, even a little be bit better than perfect. Wow. Equal. Oh right, Good. right. Oh that is absolutely putrefied. That is... And Gail King just gushing. Oh, I know. No scandal. Better than... No no scandal, y'all. No. Oh, you're better than perfect. No, nothing. You guys are... You're, you're pretty much gods, the two of you. A god and a goddess. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Jeez. You had to be perfect. You, you had the support of... Every single news media organization in this country, except for talk radio mm-hmm. and Fox News, absolutely everybody else was in the tank for Barack and Michelle. And you know, she said about? That we have to change our history. We didn't realize she was talking about her history when she said yeah. our history, her and Barack's history, because that's what she the just did. Scandals. Uh, no scandals? Huh. <laughs> We've gone over that before, but we're going to do that again. I got to play that again. That is... Absolutely incredible. The unmitigated gall of the Obamas and their supporters. It's just, it's mind-numbing. It's gross. And then to talk about how to see my husband raked over the coals. By who? Oh my. By who? Shut up. Look at this president. (laughs) Please. Are you kidding me? Stop it. That is something else. She's wretched. (laughs) 
I dislike her with all the intensity of a trillion white hot burning suns. A, tr- what a trillion <laughs> white hot burning suns. That's a new level yeah, right there. Yeah, it is. And it's I'm a new right level of you. dislike. Yes, sir, I'm there. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me tell you about uh, scientists' new study uh, that they found that processed foods are really bad for you. That's probably a huge surprise, right? <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> we all know that, I think. We just ignore it. And maybe we shouldn't. Perhaps... If you're going to eat processed foods, at least supplement them with some fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet. But if you hate vegetables like I do, then it's really hard. Unless you have Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Now, one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables that helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, pre and probiotics. It's real food. It's not some kind of fakey supplement, some extract. Check out the nutrition facts panel on the side. You'll know. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order with the offer code PAT. It's going to help you be healthier. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Go there now. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Good morning to you, everybody. Good morning. The morning show. It's beautiful, beautiful morning. Traffic and weather coming up together. Every 14 minutes on the sixes this morning. Good morning. 14 minutes. We'll get you there on time and in one piece. On the sixes. I'm not good that's at math, but that's Sports on the eights every four minutes. Okay, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and in Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not gonna because do it. We've got so many mind numbing things today, uh-huh. and I want to get back into one in a second Uh-oh. with this Michelle Obama thing. Is come on, hideous. Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, but let me take sixty seconds to tell you about something that could really improve your life. It's Riduzone. Riduzone contains OEA, which is in olive oil, and it's naturally pre- present in your body. It's why a lot of times, uh, you know, people will recommend health people, health experts, use instead of instead of butter on your bread, use olive oil. Mm. And that's actually good because it's got the OEA. So you get that signal to your brain that you're full. That's what Riduzone does for you. Sends that signal a little bit stronger and says, hey, you're full. Stop eating. <laughs> hey, Tubby, listen. Tubby. You know, if if that OEA is talking to oh, me. we got to mix in that word more often. <laughs> Tubby? Tubby. Yeah, it's a good word. I like it. Uh, Riduzone was developed to help your stomach send that signal to your brain. Um, and it's not a stimulant. doesn't contain any caffeine, so you don't have to worry about being jittery. Go to Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at Riduzone.com. <laughs> You just heard or the voice of uh, Jeffy. Mm-hmm. You can hear his show uh, at any time you want. It, what, what are they? When do they drop that thing? It, I think four o'clock. Loads uh, about four, yeah. four thirty in the afternoon, something like that. Yeah, and uh, chewing the fat. Check you, it out. You could probably also hear uh, the voice of chewing the fat um, at your local Chick Fil A today because it's. Uh, <laughs> Is it Cow Day? It's, 
Good, where we just sent Jeffy in. He doesn't even need a suit, which is really convenient. And a couple of years ago, we tried it on, on Pat and Stu. We're like, well, Jeffy doesn't need a cow suit to look like a cow. And they act, it worked. And it worked. They gave him food. They gave him a free sandwich. And so uh, this would be a good day to try it again. Hey, Tubby, here's your sandwich. <laughs> anyway, download uh, Chewing the Fat whenever you download uh, mine as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can get those where, wherever free podcasts are sold, to use Jeffy's words. Mm-hmm. Um, let me share this fun story about Ted Williams. And then we'll get into the uh, mind-numbing Michelle Obama again. Oof. Ted Williams, one of the greatest baseball players ever. There was a story I found yesterday. What if Ted Williams had never left baseball to serve in the military? You know, he he missed some or all of like five or six or seven seasons in war, in World War II in Korea. Just amazing. Wow. And yet had such an unbelievable career. Um, but... It's been asked a lot, you know, what what could have been? I mean, would he have passed Babe Ruth? Um, did he really call his own shot in the 1932 World Series? Uh, but one of, the, one of the most asked questions in all of baseball is how much greater would Ted Williams have been had he not missed so much due to World War II and Korea? And so this author, who is uh, Ryan Spader, goes through his career. And takes a look at that. In uh, 1939, when he was a rookie, um, he had a 327 batting average as a rookie. 327 batting average. He accumulated a 6.7 war. That's, is that wins against replacement? Uh, while hitting 31 home runs and 145 RBIs. Next year, he batted 340. And uh, in 1941, at 22 years old, he hit 406. The last person to ever hit over 400 in a season. 406. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Uh, and it, anyway, it just goes through his career. And he was like this every single year. I think his lifetime average was, I don't know, 360 or 355 or something. Ridiculous. And then he went on active duty in World War II and trained for a few years as a fighter pilot. Then he went to Hawaii, was stationed there, and then was just about to be deployed when we won the war and he didn't have to go. But then he came around back in uh, in the Korean War and left again for two seasons. So I think altogether he missed five years and still had these unbelievable, ridiculous uh, statistics. And so anyway, this guy goes all the way through his career and answers the question. So when somebody asks the impossible question, how much greater would Ted Williams have been had he not so much missed so much time due to World War II and the Korean War? The answer is very simple. He wouldn't have been greater. See, because his military service was great in that way. Wow. So kind of a cop-out because I was really looking for his yeah. baseball records. Yeah, what was happening there? <laughs> I wanted to know, would he have surpassed Babe Ruth in home runs? Oh. What would have been his batting average? Had he not missed some of the prime years of his career? And plus, he got injured in, in the Korean War. Um, he got some flack. His plane was shot down. Mm. 
And so those injuries cost him like the better parts of two seasons, two more seasons. So guy's amazing, but what? But a hero and an amazing uh, baseball player. So yeah, I mean, but I most, didn't get the statistics I was looking for. Yeah, the most home runs that he hit in the season was forty four. Forty four. So okay. let's just say one fifty. So add another hundred and fifty home runs there, roughly. And you know he had a couple seasons, okay. like you said, where he barely played. Um, my goodness, uh, and he was still hitting for power uh, when he went to Korea. So you could have how many home runs did he wind up with? A minimum of a couple hundred home runs added to five twenty one. So it could have been in the seven twenty range. Yeah, I, if maybe you take his, if you take his best years. Yeah. Yes. Um. So you could have added a couple hundred. And his lifetime batting average was was uh, three forty four. Jeez, oh, um, that's incredible. And so, oh, by the way, the most mm-hmm. money he made in a sing- in a season was ninety thousand dollars. Well, in you know nineteen forties, mm-hmm. that was pretty okay. good money. Well, nineteen fifty one. Uh, let's see here. So in fifty one, it was ninety thousand. Yeah, let's see. Salary calculator. I don't. I don't think he was hurting for cash. Probably not. Um, <clears throat> what would that see. be in today's money? Oh gosh, I went to the wrong website. Yeah, here. great. Mm-hmm. So so see. typical. So typical of what you do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Continually going to the wrong website. Keep stalling. <laughs> this isn't, uh, this isn't I could get this tweet while yeah, we do wait. That, do that, do that. Yes. That From works. the Steve 42. <clears throat> California was so triggered by American patriotism, it was literally shaking. <laughs> That's possible. I like it. I like Real it. Tyler Morgan tweets. I'm surprised scientists <clears throat> didn't know sharks traveled extensively until recently. I've known that since the documentary Jaws, The Revenge, was released. <laughs> Right. Yep. Because he followed him from Maine, I think, to Bermuda or vice versa. Uh, so yeah, we learned important lessons uh, mm-hmm. from from that particular documentary. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This is going to take Keith all day. So let's look, look at this. It won't let's go click. back to Michelle Obama. It's not clicking. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Flavor. So here's uh, here's again what Michelle Obama had to say. <laughs> Terrible. With Gail King. And then to sort of sit at that inauguration. And to look around at a crowd that was not reflective of the country. It was just such the opposite of what, because during Barack's inauguration, right. mm-hmm. we made sure that the crowd looked like all of America. Yeah. You know, Shut having up. the Tuskegee Airmen, having civil rights folks, having folks who had marched. And, you know, you could look out at his crowd and you would see America, all of it. And I had to sit in that audience, one of a handful of people of color, and then listen to that speech. And all that I had sort of (laughs) held on to for eight years, watching my husband get raped over the coals, feeling like we had to do everything perfectly. (laughs) What kind of bullcrap straw man argument is she presenting here? You had to watch your husband get raked over the coals? With a media that actually proclaimed him God at one point? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> it's... I, I mean, the, the Newsweek editor said this. I mean, in a way, Obama's standing above the country, above uh-huh. above the world. He's sort right. of God. He's, he, yeah. He, he's... yeah, he's sort of God. Yeah, that's being raked over the coals, boy. <laughs> Ooh, how dare you say well, that? Yeah, because they didn't say he was outright God. That's true. Okay. That is true. I mean, that is the equivalent of being raked over the coals right there. Jeez. To them, it is. Yep. To them, it is. <laughs>
All right, let's hear the rest of this slob. Everything perfectly. Yeah. You know, no scandal. No, mm, no uh, scandal. No nothing. Yeah. No, no nothing. nothing. No, no nothing. No nothing. No nothing. I think there was so it was a it yeah. was a lot emotionally. Ugh. So by the time was I got it? on that plane, was it, it was a release. It was a, a release of eight years of having uh-huh. to yeah, try having to, to show up as we sure. all know we have to do. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. We have to show up yeah. not only yeah. perfectly, but a little bit better than perfect. A little bit better be than perfect. Yeah. Isn't people. that great? So how wonderful for her. She's. I'm glad you're so humble. We were just, we had to be, we're just a little bit better than perfect. Yep. We're not a lot better than perfect, but we're a little bit better than perfect. We have to be. No, nothing. Uh, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had to wow. show up every day. I'm so sorry. You had to show up at the White House. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Uh, we waited on hand and foot. And by the way, Ted Williams, $90,000 salary in 1951 is 940000 today. Yeah, pretty not good even, money. But still not. Still not in the millions. Uh, Ted Williams compared to what some players are making today? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, yeah. That's low. Uh, somebody just signed a, a deal close to, oh, was it? Oh, it was, uh, it was Mike Trout, right? Just signed a, a thing for, was it over $40 million a year? Wow, forty. I, uh, it was four hundred and. He's only making a measly thirty-three point two five million this, this year. year. <laughs> I don't know. He's, the should we, should we do a bonus of twenty million? GoFundMe page for him this year because that's for not Mike Trout. Uh, that's not good. Yeah, it's gonna break out. It's gonna be thirty-seven uh, plus uh, okay. for the rest of his. Yeah, really close. From twenty thirty-one. Oof, nice. <laughs> that's nice. Of course, he's worth it. Yeah. Did you get to watch any of the home run derby uh, last night? I didn't watch any. Oh, of it. boy. No. Was go it good? Back. Oh, go back and watch. Is it watch fun? It. Yeah, yeah. Who won? Um, Alonzo from the Mets, but that's not the highlight. The highlight is um, uh, Jock Peterson of the Dodgers and Vlad Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays, um, who went basically to the equivalent of triple overtime. Oh, really? It was really cool. fun. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of um, uh, Michelle Obama's no scandals whatsoever, because they had to be a little bit better than perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, she's being way too humble there. That they were only a little bit better than perfect. Let me tell you how much better than, than perfect they were on the scandal front. Uh-huh. They only had the State Department email scandal, right? They only had the Operation Fast and Furious scandal, right? Mm-hmm. And only a few people, only a few Americans, uh, border agents included, died from that particular scandal. They just had the IRS abuses, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know. The Tea Party stuff. Yep. They're the Benghazi. Okay, well, then Okay, Benghazi and the four Americans that were killed and got no help sent to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the hacking scandal, oh. the Veterans Affairs scandals. Okay. Um, but, you know. That's all they had. Well, and the spying on the AP. Reporters. The spying, okay, yes, right, uh-huh. and then the uh, imprisoning of journalists. Uh-huh. Yeah, more so than all the rest of American presidents combined. Um, but you know, they were pretty much a little bit better than perfect. Other than yeah, mm-hmm. other than all the scandals they had, they didn't have any scandal at all. Other than all the ones we've mentioned and, and a few more that I can't think of right now. And most of those, though, I mean, let's be fair, uh, President Obama heard about them on the news like everybody else. <laughs> right. So he was, right. his hands were clean. Exactly. <laughs> she went on to speak. Uh, this is not fun to hear either. Uh, for w- whatever reason, she and Gail King became so comfortable that they started talking about sex. Uh, here's Michelle on that. 
Great sex at every age. Care oh, to share? What? Uh, yes. What? No. No, 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 I support that. No, no, no. Principle. I mean, come on, Gail. Yes. It's one of the panels I What are you supposed to say to that? I agree. No, I take issue with great sex at every age. No. I didn't know if you had some personal stories you wanted to share. Okay. Yes. Okay. The answer is yes. Okay, that's... That's good stuff. So, <laughs> so that made the hair on the back of my neck stand on end. Yeah, I'm Ooh. gonna have an empty stomach right now. Oh man, why? Why did we need to hear about that? But you're welcome. Thank you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know the annoying robocalls you get—the ones that uh, say you've been pre-approved for credit card loans. A lot of times, there's scam- scammers trying to steal your home's title. And once they steal your home's title, then they take out a loan against your equity and you get stuck with the payments and it just causes you endless nightmares. Really hard to extract yourself from this problem once, once you're in it. For pennies a day, though, Home Title Lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's online title. If you're getting credit card or loan robocalls or emails or mail, Home Title Lock will get you through that period with 60 risk-free days of protection. Register your address now to verify you're not already a victim and protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed. On Twitter. I love how, with all these speeches, uh, Michelle Obama continues to do exactly what she said they were going to do, what Barack knew had to be done. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to change our conversation. Right. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, traditions our history. history. We're going to have to move, yeah, move into, into a, a different, different place. place. And that's what we're doing. Changing our history, changing all the history of every scandal. We got this non-scandal myth now that spills out of the Obama supporters' faces all the time. Not even a shred, not even a hint of a scandal. (laughs) (laughs) He had scandal after scandal in that administration. Pathetic. Uh, 888-900-3393. She was also at that, some event with Biden over the weekend, would not absolve him. And would not ad- announce her support for him and uh, and did not try to help him with this with this supposed segregationist situation he's in right now. But um, apparently in the past, Vice President Joe Biden, when he was a, a senator, exploded at a Democratic Senate colleague for blocking anti-busing legislation in the Judiciary Committee calling the person who was blocking it a, quote, dirty bastard and a son of a bitch during a hearing. Former South Dakota Senator James Aburzik relates the 1977 incident in his book, Advice and Dissent, (laughs) Memoirs of South Dakota Dakota and the U.S. Senate. When was this book out? uh, I can't believe we all missed that one. Dang it, that sounds like a... Page Turner. <laughs> wow. Advise and dissent. 
Memoirs of South Dakota and the U.S. Senate. Now how much do you want to order it? <laughs> I, I don't know that I can get through, uh, through the show uh-huh. before I have to just stop and get a copy and start reading that thing. <laughs> Bursik had been approached by the chief lobbyist for the NAACP to fight an upcoming bill Biden co-authored with Delaware's other U.S. senator. Uh, William Roth. At that time, uh, wow, Delaware had a Republican senator at that time. To block a federal court from ordering the state to desegregate the schools through busing. Mm. It's interesting that the... So he wanted... he want, The NAACP, I'm trying to get this right, <clears throat> wanted so. a lobbyist for the NAACP, wanted them to fight the Biden bill... Mm-hmm. To block a federal court from ordering the state to desegregate schools. And so Biden was upset that his fellow senators were working with the NAACP. Right. Against him. Yes. Uh, this is uh, wow. interesting. So <laughs> that <think>. is interesting. Because <laughs> he was presenting this a whole different way. Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> so apparently he didn't show a Bursik any civility at all for working with the NAACP. Biden leaned over to me, Aborzik says. Fire coming out of his eyes. Aborzik, you son of a bitch, if I ever vote for another one of your bills, it'll be a cold day in hell. Mm. Uh, Aborzik told him, Joe, calm down, Joe. You're eventually going to thank me for doing this. Like hell I will, you dirty bastard. (laughs) (laughs) He stormed out of the room. Uh, wow, that is strange. What is Joe going to, Joe being Joe, middle class Joe, lunch pail Joe, Mm -hmm. Joe for the working class and minorities. What are you going to say about that? Mm -hmm. This gets curiouser and curiouser, (laughs) doesn't it? And then on the other side of this battle, it's also a little curious. Kamala Harris has been caught lying about being segregated as a young girl. Apparently. Apparently, someone has done a little homework now mm-hmm. into uh, Kamala Harris and her busing situation. That little girl was me. <laughs> that little girl was me that was bust. I mean, it was kind of a weird story. Yeah. It wasn't done with any sort of emotion. All of a sudden, there was a little girl who was bust. That little girl was me. Yeah, you didn't tell that very well, Kamala. <laughs> You're supposed to kind of draw us in with with some of the circumstances, maybe... You know, how bad things were and then how good it turned out to be. And maybe you could tell the story and bring us into it and figure out why it was good or bad that you were bust or weren't bust. But if you're making it up, then, of yeah, course, those details don't exist. Exactly. <laughs> Her claim of being in the second integrated class in Berkeley, California, appears to be a total lie. Now, this is according to Gateway Pundit, which, granted, is conservative, but... No liberals going to check this. They're, they're not going to run this down. Harris said she was a student in only the second class to integrate at Berkeley Public Schools. Not true. Kamala's parents were successful professionals. Kamala went to school in Berkeley for only two years. She then moved with her mother at age seven to Canada, where she attended grade school and high school. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. That's pretty bad. Wow. She was born in 64. 
She claims she was in the only the second class to integrate. Uh, she apparently lied. Actually, the classrooms in Berkeley were already integrated in 1963 before she she was even born. I love it. What? This has got to be, come on, this has to be, that little girl was was me. me. Yeah, it's her. (laughs) Wow. She was only off by about 20 years, so. uh, (laughs) Look, her memory That is amazing. You know. It was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two U.S. senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, you also worked with them to oppose busing. Mm-hmm. I grew up in California, or a little girl grew up, I mean, a little girl, I messed up the story, a little girl grew up in California and was bust. That little girl was me. Yeah, it's not that very compelling, uh, even when you tell it that way. <laughs> even if it would have been true and you told it that way, it's still not compelling. <laughs> but apparently, it's a complete lie. Mm. Oh, I love that. All right. Let me tell you about the book, Sons of Liberty. You're going to love this book. Kenton Long wrote it, and he uses truth and actual events that are really taking place, like trying to get together for a constitution, a convention of states, and uh, Washington's corrupt elite, which we all know exists, and they're fighting against the convention of states. It's a political thriller that is going to... It's going to be the best thing you read all summer long. Go to Prodigal Sons of Liberty, a modern thriller by Kenton Long. You can find it at KentonLong.com, KentonLong.com, and Amazon Books. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where the Steve42 tweets regarding uh, Michelle Obama's discussing her sex life with Gail King. I can't unhear that. Someone please give me a lobotomy. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Fan of Pat, the other guy, and the fat guy. (laughs) Pat, would you please remember, before you play some of these clips, especially concerning the Obama's sex life, that some of us are having breakfast? That is a good point. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh no! Under serious pressed allegations, tweets <laughs> because of this scam call. And once it get expired mm-hmm. after that, you will be taken under custody by the yeah. local police, Bad. as there are four serious allegations pressed on your name at this moment. Four serious allegations pressed on my name, right at that moment, that are taken under advisement or something. <laughs> Is that what it was? That's right. And once it gets yeah. expired after that, you will be taken, taken under custody under by the custody, local police. That's right. As there are four serious allegations pressed on, on your name. Pre- as- pressed on my name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, under serious pressed allegations says, look, Pat, first of all, maybe not everything was a little bit better than perfect. But those arms of Michelle's are far beyond a little better than perfect. Fair a point. really good point. Yep. We almost forgot. Mm, how could you? Also, Solyndra for another scandal. <laughs> That's right. We didn't even mention Solyndra. Nope. Saving private harumbe. <laughs> I hear you throwing shade on Michelle Obama. I don't think you understand how much of a sacrifice she made in those eight years. I mean, come on. Do you think those magnificent arms made themselves? <laughs> no. no. That's very true. And I do appreciate uh, 
the fact that the arms have been reintroduced to my memory <laughs> and pressed under advisement or uh, alle- serious allegations or pressed whatever. Pressed on they're. your name. Uh, Shelly tweets, ah, Pat, Keith, Obama had to throw those journalists in jail. Had to. Had, had to throw yep. them. They were raking him over the coals. <laughs> yeah. Flippant and angry Pat Head uh, tweets, I just felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> the collective shrieking of every Pat Head. At hearing Michelle and Gail talk about great sex at every age. Oh. That's for sure. Oh, man. Uh, also from the Steve 42, my parents were rich and I grew up in Canada. Just didn't quite have the same ring from Kamala. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my parents were rich and I grew up in Canada. So thanks, Joe. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have worked very well. Would no, it? no. Loses I was something. that little girl. Uh, oops, all berries. Tweets, Kamala Harris saying that little girl is me is just taking a page out of the Obama book nine months later. <laughs> nine months later, Barack Obama Jr. was born. <laughs> there you go. Barack Obama Jr. was born. Oh, see. Hate the way he did that. Yep. I mean, it's so uh, condescending. Uh, condescending. And just to, to fake. The, yes. Ugh. Yes. Everything about that man. Fake. Except for his uh, Marxism. That was real. <laughs> Yeah, sadly. The one thing you wanted to be fake uh, was actually very much real. Barack Obama Jr. was born. Oh, Okay. He just knows when he's lying. Which was also... It sounds like it. Happened... Was that four years before or four years after his uh, birth? Might have been... I think Selma was four years after his birth, it seems to me. So, I mean, the lies just keep coming. The lie hits keep coming from the Obama clan. It's, it's fantastic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We also have Kamala Harris now, who's apparently lying about her childhood, now claiming that we have a predator in the White House. Mm. I will share with you. I'm here to teach you and tell you about part of my background. Mm-hmm. I have a background where successfully I have prosecuted the big banks who preyed on homeowners, prosecuted pharmaceutical companies who preyed on seniors, prosecuted transnational criminal organizations that preyed on women and children. And I will tell you, we have a predator living in the White House. Oh, gosh. That's really bad. Wow. That is really bad. This thing has gotten completely out of control. And they don't care. They just they just keep pushing it down the road, going off the tra- off the rail. And it's uh, is there anybody in that party who's going to bring it back onto the tracks? I, I don't think so. It, it doesn't look like it at this point. Wow. Also, Kamala has a plan to combat the racial home ownership gap. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, after generations of discrimination. It's time to give black families a real shot at home ownership. Because, of course, no black people own homes. Got to give them a I shot. I don't know if you're aware of that. Give them a shot, man. Not a single black person that lives in a house. <laughs> None of them. None of them. Really? It's, yeah, it's weird. I, they, I'm going to work to disprove this theory. Are you? Uh-huh. Well, good luck, man, because they can't. There's too much discrimination. They don't live in homes. Okay. I don't know where they. 
I don't know where they go at night and stuff. But so they, wait a minute. They just, they just I, disappear somehow. We're friends with a black family. Are you saying Are you? that every time we go over there? Yeah, they're in the, somebody else's the, house. They just, they just quickly like say, yeah. get out, get out. The white <laughs> folks are coming. Like, what? <laughs> oh, really? Because I could have sworn. All right. Well, really? That's weird. Huh. I mean, it seems like they've really taken up root at the place there. Does it really? Yeah, they've decorated yeah. and everything. Couldn't be because there's been too much discrimination. I mean, they haven't he, been able to get a house. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And they, they haven't had a shot yet. Mm-hmm. Not, not a shot. Not until now with the Kamala plan. Uh, she's got a plan to invest $100 billion of federal money into housing assistance for black families. That's not, that's not racially motivated. That's not wow. racist at all, that is- right? That's not the very definition of racism. So shut up. When does evil, shut up? How about you? Shut up. Cool. <laughs> Protection under the law. When does yeah, that, that work? Yeah, that never. That's no? old. That's okay, old. It's old and Stop dusty. <laughs> I'm, we're all tired of equal, you know, stuff. I, uh, oh no. yeah, yesterday. Well, now we're looking for equity. Thank you. Yep, that's what we. There's no yesterday. such thing as equal anymore. Mm-hmm. It's equity. It's e- because equal is treating everybody the same. You can't do that. Right. It's equity where we fix the imbalance that's always been there. After generations of discrimination, they're going to have their first shot at home ownership. Historically, one of the most powerful drivers of wealth. My new policy will remove unfair barriers black families, black Americans face when they go to qualify for a home loan. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I guess you're going to set up some sort of governmental agency that only serves blacks that come and try to get a home loan. Right? Isn't that the way you'd have to do this? There'd have to be a government agency, and they loan only to black families. Wow. Okay. I I guess. 2019. I guess. And if you protest any of this stuff, mm-hmm. you're a racist hater. It's not the people who are proposing this racist garbage that are the haters. Uh, it is the people who are saying, wait a minute. Is that not the very definition of racism? And that, How do you do that? And in this uh, context, it would be... Federally sponsored racism. Right. Yeah, that's institutional racism. Wow. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let's take another moment and just (laughs) do mindless stuff. (laughs) Keith's been pushing this woman who acts like a horse or whatever. (laughs) This has got to be fun. This is bad. At least it's Norway. It's not America this time. Okay. It's a Norwegian woman is now an internet sensation uh-huh. because uh, she runs and jumps like a horse. Uh, here's that. Look at, her. Look at that. Oh, that's, that's fun. That is. There it is. That is freakishly weird. Uh, it is kind of weird. When does she jump? Oh, here she comes. Uh, and. Oh, no, no. no, so, no. Oh. Right now she's just playing with the family dog. Oh. Okay. See, look. Oh, look. I got oh, buddy the, out in the yard. Yay. That's... Now here comes the jump mm. over the picnic table right here. Watch this. Can she really do it like this? Oh, yeah. She's a freak. All right. In every sense of the word. She's galloping Hang up on. to the... Here we go. On all fours. Here She's we go. She's literally Here's... galloping on all fours. Here we go. Watch and this. now over... Ooh. Oh, my gosh! And she lands just fine. Like a horse! Because she's a freak of nature. Wow. <laughs> she has created this superpower. That's really weird. Oh, so Does weird. she do that all the time, or is yeah, that just that's for how fun? she lives. I think Seriously? I think that she's just... Right? Doesn't the Norwegian uh, horse lady just, that's how she is? I don't know. Let's see here. Her name is Ayla Kirstein mm-hmm. from Norway, and she's been all over the internet now because she has this amazing ability to move like a horse. Some people refer to her as 
Ferdmachen. Oh, yeah, that's catchy. <laughs> Ferdmachen. Which means the girl horse in Norwegian. <laughs> Does it something. really? Yeah, it means girl horse wow. in Norwegian. Ferdmachen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if she just does this on her spare time when the camera's rolling. Or, or she's is it a, a permanent thing? Where she's, she's a 24-7 third marching. I, I hope she's not 24-7 because then she'd be very, very troubled. And just the ability to jump over a picnic table, not enough to offset the troubledness of that whole thing. <laughs> I know. Is it worth it, lady? Uh, not worth it. Ugh. Then we got this thing where I guess people are kicking bottle tops off of bottles. Oh, yeah. Hashtag bottle cap challenge or bottle. What is it? Uh, it's bottle, bottle top, top challenge. challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I saw this one guy did it, and there was a fun little surprise in the video oh. that. Uh, okay. What's this? It. Yes. The dog jumped uh, up onto the table. Uh-huh. Well, kind of didn't go on the table, but just went flew over. past. Yeah, flew past, and he's the one that And he's it. the one that <laughs> twisted the bottle top. That was good. We'll repost that uh, shortly here. <laughs> That's weird. Is uh, that really a thing? People are kicking Oh, yeah, them. absolutely. And, you know, I should have had him pull another one. A guy purposefully misses one, and then he just pulls out his handgun and shoots the top right off of the bottle. That was fun as well. That's kind of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it's better than eating Tide Pods. But another, <laughs> yes. Yes. Another stupid pastime. But, yeah, again, better than Tide Pods. Uh, 888-933-93. We now know Google and YouTube aren't just silencing conservatives online. They're also manipulating their algorithms to interfere with the 2020 election. Jeez, when does it stop? Meanwhile, companies like Verizon and AT&T are taking the proceeds from your mobile phone bill and funding progressive candidates and causes. Planned Parenthood, for sure. The ACLU. Um, all kind of, The Tides Foundation. All getting your money. They promote illegal immigration, abortion, gun control. We only have one way to preserve the Constitution and the values, which made our country great. We have to stick together and fight for them. That means supporting each other's causes and companies. Now, leading that charge in this effort is veteran-led Patriot Mobile. With unlimited plans, starting as low as $25 a month, you get the same crystal clear nationwide coverage with a portion of your bill going to support the candidates and the causes that you believe in. It's not hard to switch. They make it really easy for you. Just go to patriotmobile.com, select your plan, and get a free month of service when you use the offer code BLAZE. Since 2015, they've raised over $2 million to support the Constitution and the values we believe in. But we still have a long way to go. You have a choice now. Make that switch today. It's patriotmobile.com. Offer code BLAZE. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Good morning, America. Uh, Now bashing President Trump for locking up migrant toddlers, basically in jail. Yeah, exactly. I mean, basically, it's jail. Here's that report. You're going to love this. 
president going as far as saying that conditions at facilities like these and even child detention centers are, quote, much better than where these migrants came from. But having been to one facility housing children in Texas, I can tell you it is jarring to see children as young as toddlers Toddlers. locked up in what is basically jail. Was basically jail. Seriously, dude? Really? It's basically jail. Okay. Well, didn't they just do a little tour of basically jail? Uh, The Border Patrol, to refute these claims about migrants being forced to drink out of a toilet, and they're basically in jail, they gave us a little (laughs) tour of the facilities. Good afternoon. My name is Roy Villarreal. I am the Chief Patrol Agent for the Tucson Border Patrol Sector. Today is July 3rd. My goal today is to dispel some of the misinformation that's out there in regards to our detention facilities. So come with Okay, here we go. Into the concentration camp. You're about to see it. Be ready to be horrified. This is a supply room that is typical in every one of the stations in Tucson Sector. What we have supplies of are diapers baby wipes clothing for children marked by gender you oh what what marked by gender women that doesn't exist we've got supplies these are feminine hygiene products that are readily available pause it for a second i i can't take the hatred here uh for for the various genders Mm -hmm. and feminine hygiene products yep you bastard that's a good pickup by you, sir. Thank you. I mean, there, there, where you. was the... Uh, Where's the male hygiene Where was the gender non-specific uh, shelf? Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. right. Exactly right. Okay. What if they're identifying as G's? You got a whole bunch of G's in there. Or them's. What are you going to do then? <laughs> what are you, you going to do I then? mean, the, 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 it's, it's like people, an onion. People are despicable. We're peeling off layers of <laughs> hatred everywhere <laughs> yeah, we look. Right, right. Exactly. God. Thank you. That's what we're doing. <laughs> And let's so let's peel off some more layers. Okay, here we go. Now come with me as we go into one of our detention cells. I don't know if I can. I'm about to vomit. We're going to a detention cell, which is you know for toddlers, it's it's basically jail. Yes. What's here in front of me is a supply card that is available to families and and unaccompanied children. Uh What it includes: baby formula. Crackers. Crackers. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. Raisins, whoa. <laughs> tuna fish, mylar blankets. Uh, here's one of the other aspects. There's a lot of misinformation that we're not allowing people to brush their teeth. This is a toothbrush that is preloaded with toothpaste and is provided to everyone and readily available should they want more than one. Now let's look at the biggest misinformation. Pause it for a second. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? There's fluoride. In that toothpaste, and they're poisoning these children with the most lethal poison on the face of this planet. Fluoride. And another layer peeled. Another layer of hatred peeled off this onion. Mm. Let's peel the rest of it. <laughs> Aliens are not forced to drink out of the toilet. Aliens have options. There's fresh water that's provided on a regular basis in a water cooler. Okay. There's also water that is provided in... In the toilet. Uh, in the toilet. This is a combination of toilet, sink, uh-huh. and the sink provides fresh water. Yeah, but you're water. not going to drink it, I bet. Watch. He's just going to pose for the camera is all he's going to do. Look at that. Right. See? Because he knows it's what's in there. Yep. Which is water. Sure. There's nothing wrong with this water. Uh-huh. Wait. Wait. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 no, oh. no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. That's out of a toilet. We're not forcing aliens to drink out of the toilet. Ladies and gentlemen, as a minimum of the United States Border Patrol, continue to safeguard our nation. I hope you have a wonderful month of July. Thank you. You too. 
It's so great. I'm so glad they're doing this stuff. Yeah, fight back. Jeez, oh, it's just unbelievable. And it gets worse every day from the left. Every day. Because and the reason is they just want open borders right now. They just want to open up this border, and there is no border between us and anybody else. Just come on in. You want to come in? Okay. And just start voting and and uh, affecting our elections and doing whatever you please. And we won't even ask who you are, why you're here, what you've done in the past, why do you deserve to be here, what are you going to bring to our country? We won't ask any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm still a little miffed, though. Um, I can't get over the whole cracker thing. Right. I mean, that's I, the did. one thing mm-hmm. that it's like, mm-hmm. hey, buddy. I mean, it's like, whose side are you on here? I you know. It's all right. of a sudden. Whoa, whoa. You all of a sudden attacking white people white like people that. people, too. Why? Hmm. Well, because when you think about it, white people deserve it. Yeah, that's true. You know, and that is just it. another um, layer off of that onion of hate. <laughs> exactly. So there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> uh, I also love this story because in Europe. In Europe, they just let people come in. <laughs> or in Europe. <laughs> in Europe, they, their gas costs even more than it does here. In Europe. Uh, they understand about global warming. Uh, in Europe, they just let migrants come in and live in their garden if they want to. Yeah, let's, in Europe, let's fix that though. It's a yard. I'm so it's a yard. sick of it being called a garden. Okay, <laughs> it's a yard. You're not growing vegetables in it, so it is a yard. I think we talked about this a while ago. It's been a while. Since this Belgian woman allowed these guys to come in and live in her yard, <laughs> in her garden, uh, they always call, they always call every time I've seen this story. I've seen it referred to as a garden. Wait, they, like in their flower bed? What do you mean they're they're in the lettuce patch? Yeah, like what? every story out of Britain it talks about you know a yard. They call it a garden. And, you know, at some point, you got to realize, okay, wait a minute. It's a yard. There's no way that the governments over there, the little councils, allow people to grow, to be self-sustaining. Okay? So (laughs) you realize immediately, oh, that's another word. (laughs) But anyhow, this Belgian lady, she's great. For two and a half years, uh, they've allowed these migrants who travel to Britain, they've allowed them to camp out in their yard in the town of Spy. But now, after a series of little teeny problems... Uh, they say they don't want them there anymore. What a su- what a surprise! Hater, how surprised are you? I am shocked. <laughs> the situation in the makeshift camp is said to have deteriorated so much that the family has stopped all aid to the migrants, <laughs> saying alcohol and violence led to the camp becoming more and more dangerous by the day, mm. with one family member stating, we did not feel safe anymore. Wow. In April, um, it was reported that many of the neighbors and uh, some of the friends of the family were expressing cons- some concern about the presence of these migrants in the neighborhood, and some were demanding the police remove them altogether. Well, now the family's kind of uh, okay with that because they want them gone as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're bound to run into trouble. Again, you don't know who they are. You don't know their background. You don't know their sensibilities. Uh, you don't know their values and their principles. You don't know anything about them. 
but you're just letting them live in your garden? <laughs> That's just stupid. That is stupid. So, uh, I guess the violence has really escalated, and and now uh, they just want them gone. There's a, a, an interesting photo and that accompanies the story. We've got, they've got all these tents set up in her garden, and I don't know. They're smoking some kind of. Does that look like a what is a hookah that? pipe or something? Don't they have that? Oh, yeah. It's like a bong. I think it wow. looks like they're smoking dope. Of some sort. I don't know what they're doing, but it's it's probably not good. And they're all, you know, eighteen to twenty-five, maybe. I just came in work, find a better life. Yeah. Man. Just looking for a better life. Looking for a place to that's all they want. It's a better some life. Weed. We just want a place where we can set up, smoke a hookah pipe, uh Beat each other once in a while. Yeah. Rough up some people that pass by. Be cool, lady. Break into your house every once in a while when we need some grub. <laughs> and uh, we just want you to shut your fat face about it. All right? Well, Is I, that too much to ask? Let me tell you something right now. Uh-huh. Europe is obviously better than America <clears throat> because uh, over here, mm-hmm. um, we, we take toddlers, right? Mm-hmm. And we lock them up basically in jail. Basically. Whereas these and make guys, them drink toilet water. Whereas these... Right. These guys are just... Uh, Smoking a smoking a pipe out there on the lawn, right? Uh, in the garden, in the garden, and uh, but uh-huh. what do we do? We take toddlers and we lock them up, basically in jail. <laughs> Good lord! And <sighs> sometimes when they go to get a drink, we do this little trick and we slam the toilet bowl on their head. That's what we just to laugh, you know. Now when they get down there in the bowl yeah, and they're now, drinking, okay, I can't you slam the seat down on them. <laughs> I can't endorse that. And we laugh. We, I do laugh. <laughs> I do laugh. <laughs> But I'm not saying do it. I'm no, just saying I'm that I either, laugh when it happens. Yeah, right, hey, little kid, right. there's a toilet. Put your head there. Yeah! <laughs> Joke's on you! It's just so Toddler. ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And thank heaven, Border Patrol is fighting back. Yeah. It, you, know, it's, you know it's gotten too far when they start releasing videos like that. Yep. That's certainly, I've never seen it before. I think it's unprecedented what's happening right and now. And Trump has invited the press to go down there and take a tour of these facilities themselves. So that should be coming soon as well. So Good. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's see Good. your uh, footage, your raw footage, ABC, NBC, CBS. All of a sudden, I wonder if they'll just not be interested in that story anymore. Hmm. What do you want to bet? How many, how many news agencies will actually go down there Take cameras inside yeah. and really find out what's going on. And when you do, um, news outlets, could you please get me some fresh footage of a toddler getting his head slammed <laughs> in the toilet? We get laugh. It's, that's just what that's what we do here in America. That's how we treat people. We just, well, that's just the way we are, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Pat Gray Unleashed.